Hi, I'm George. I'm Dan. I'm Rick. And, and we, we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. Each episode, we're going to talk about what it was like growing up gay in the South. The trials and the tribulations. The joy and the struggle. And more importantly, how we became who we are today. Oh, honey, queer and fabulous. So come on in, y'all, and get comfortable, Shug. Kick off your shoes and sit a spell. And at the end of each episode, we're going to meet up out on the front porch for my favorite part of the podcast... Happy Hour! So join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of cutting up, foolishness, and caring on. Always served with a heaping helping of sass. And that's a Queer Magnolia's guarantee. The average human lifespan is 72 years. That's just about 26,298 days. In that period of time, there is so much life, experience, love, heartbreak, anguish, and happiness. This is the Queer Magnolias Podcast, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the subject of aging. Aging? I thought you said we were talking about Asians. I was going to tell you this story about this one time in New Orleans. Girl, Girl, stop. Huh? No. No, we're talking about aging. It's a cheese episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) This is not a continuation of the Men of Dan's Men of the World collection. (laughs) Darn. Or Rick's Cheeses of the World. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear about your cheese, Rick. (laughs) Somebody does. Right. right. Oh, that's labeled. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so wait, how many years, Jacob? Uh, 72 years. How many days? 26,298. And I did add... The 18 leap year days. Oh, girl, doing the math. I love it. But Jake, you're like a STEM girl now. I love it. You're doing all the math. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like that is approximately 532 years in gay years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So what were the emotions again? Because we're taking you through all of them today. That's it. It's our first episode back, you guys. Yes. Welcome back, ladies. Yay. We're back. Season two. (laughs) Season two. Here we go. All right, guys, I just want to start off before we dive in. I just want to say I want to talk a little bit about season one. So I don't know about you guys. I feel like we made a lot of friends with so many people over season one that we didn't actually know before. I mean, yeah, we had totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. And I don't know. I'm talking to you guys now. We're so excited for y'all to see what we have in store for you this time around. So that said, we're going to get started, but we want to hear from you. Is there anything as far as a specific topic or something that you want us to talk about or talk more about that from season one? Uh, just throw them out there and let us know. Absolutely. Drop us an email. Talk to us. That's it. <laughs> talk to us on social, honey. That's it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Love to hear from you. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I got a lot of questions about that hanky coat uh, (laughs) (laughs) from the kinky episode that we did. Uh, So I don't want to do, should we go a little deeper into that one, one, one episode? Why not? Why and by a deeper, I do mean that quotation. Well, that um, (laughs) leads directly into what I got the most comments on was my complete discomfort in every episode that was about kink. (laughs) (laughs) Charlotte. Exactly. That's what people always commented to me on. So yes, I cannot wait for us to talk more about the hanky go deeper. Done. (laughs) Surprise episode topic today. Hey, Ah, go. (laughs) And as a disclaimer, no one talked to George about that. He was just uncomfortable talking about it. What you see is what you get, bitch. That's it. That's it. I think the most comments I got tended to be about family. And I thought, you know, yeah, I thought a lot of people 
I don't want we're to talk in, about mine, but <laughs> a lot of people yours. were interested in uh, hearing ours and then relating theirs to me, and I thought that was a good. Oh, thing, I love you know? that. Yeah, yes. love so, that so some much. people were like, "Oh, you know, this reminded me of the family that I grew up with," or not yours, Dan, but George's or Rick's or Jake's or whomever. It was. This is how I relate to you, to your stories, and I liked that. So, if you got more, bring them on. That's right. Yay. Everybody asks about the front porch oh. and extending time and how many more <laughs> drinks are we going to have. And let's keep talking and have it. I mean, I heard front porch, front porch. Well, well that true. is true. I, <laughs> that is true. Yes. A lot of people enjoyed the front porch. And trust me, we have plenty more drinks mm-hmm. cooking up coming your way soon. Oh, that's right. I mean, across the pond, even people talk about uh, that's the it. front porch. That's it's actually, it. Uh, it's, been, it's been interesting that that is like the teaser. It, it's the... Yeah. <laughs> So we're so happy that we have listeners from all over the world, Europe, South America, Australia, everywhere there's a liquor store. People seem to love us. That's right, girl. Well, guess what? It's birthday season at the Queer Magnolias podcast. It is indeed. And it happens to be the birthday of two of our little winter magnolias. Yes. Happy birthday, George. Happy birthday, Danny. Thank Thank you. Thank you. It's so funny. I always knew that I was born on a Friday. I was born on a full moon. I'm a Pisces. I'm the year of the rabbit. But about a month ago, I realized I was a winter baby. I'm not really sure what took so long to figure that out. <laughs> Alzheimer's girl. <laughs> White hair. Right? Well, it could. See, that's a perfect end of aging. Listen, we don't hear you hear your Sharpay story. <laughs> Let's dive in then, shall we? I feel like in the South, old people are revered, right? But... When it comes to the gay community, I feel like there's a lot more that we as a community can do to honor our elder gays. No, I completely agree. And I definitely agree that in the South, people do tend to celebrate and treasure older members of their family. Like, you know, I think it's very common when you're driving down a country road in the South, there is grandma and grandpa on the front porch yep. with the pot of geraniums and they're waving at the cars that are going by. And because, tea. Yeah, exactly. And they're, I, they're waving, honey, because they're fucked up on mint juleps. <laughs> it's not because they're. <laughs> I mean, what a better way to celebrate your elders! Like, true, I love it. True, drop off a mint julep. And I think it's funny that I know specifically from me, like when I came out and I was in the South and as a baby gay, I looked to older gays. Like, I was really drawn to the senior citizens in our community. I love listening to their stories because there's so much life, and there's so there's so many things that I certainly had never conceived of and will never have a chance to actually live through and i noticed moving to la that that is not what happens with the gay community yeah (laughs) i I think that's probably typical of most metropolitan areas like los angeles new york places like that versus the rural areas. no completely because i think when you're in a rural area if you meet a gay well, at least back in the back back then, if you meet a gay, you're like, oh my be god, gay. you're a gay and I'm a gay, so we automatically have to Let's be friends. Be gay together. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's not that pickiness or that clickiness right. that happens in a big city where there's, where, you know, there's, there's so many gays to choose from. Yeah, you have something to bond over. Absolutely. So I I came uh, with a very different concept. Uh, I found out when I came out, I found that most people. Um, they were older people and they were younger people, and they seemed to click together. 
I noticed a lot of gay people as they aged, they began to resent young people. The number of times I hear people in the gay community talk about millennials this and millennials that. And I'm like, stop being jealous. If you want to know how to do Snapchat, learn to fucking do Snapchat. If you want to do TikTok, if you want to be in today's world, learn to be in today's world. But don't envy them. We were all young once. I am the oldest here. You're 10 years older than anything else on the planet, but okay. <laughs> and see, that is, they do not revere their older gays. <laughs> Bow down to me, bitch, right now. <laughs> what I do find, though, is age is, that, that old saying that age is just a number, bullshit. It's true. It, it is bullshit. <laughs> but it's true at the same time. It, the person who has that number, you have to own it. You have to own it no matter whether you're, turning 58 or you're turning 28 if you think you're old you're old i've known people at, so true i've known people at 80 years old that were like children they laughed they giggled they cut up they played pranks they joked and i've known people at 35 that needed to be in a walker because they were so fucking old at 35 it just didn't stop i am pretty so I am ageless. <laughs> I think it was Betty White that had said uh, in her 90s that she thinks of herself in her mind of being in her 20s. And she feels like that comes through in the way that she in walks and she talks does. and the works that she does and how active she is and all that. And I believe that 1000% because she, you talk about somebody that's got some spunk. That's a That's a lady right there that will go down fighting. Yes, of course. Well, and the Golden Girls gave us all gold mm -hmm. for getting older. Yep. And gave us permission to do these things. There was a woman in my neighborhood growing up, Mrs. Kellum, and she was old. She was old. And one day in church, Mrs. Kellum said something that was really a little racy, but very cutting to the person she was talking to. And, and her daughter-in-law said, well, mom, don't say that. And Mrs. Kellum looked at her and said, I have old enough and I've earned the right to say whatever is on my mind. I'm old. Live yes. With it. And right. I love it because it is true. You don't have to be unkind. But well, shit, at this age, honey, if I think it, it's probably coming out my mouth. And, and, to, your and to your point, a solid point, um, I mean, while I believe there's also a subset of our community that sort of uh, equates being young with being more desirable and, and all of those things, I have found as I've gotten somewhat older <coughs> shut up danny <laughs> i have found though uh that i've changed a lot from when i was in my 20s and my in my 30s i have gotten to the point where i don't care as much i don't care what i look like i don't care if i'm pleasing someone else i don't care uh you know if uh what i do if someone else has a problem with what I do, I'm more comfortable in just being me and living my life. And that is that's very interesting. That, yep. I, that's wisdom. Those are the things that come with wisdom. I think that if you, if you set out to hurt someone, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or 60. It doesn't matter. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Yes. Yep. And that's not about aging. That's, that's about, that's about, that's being, a about being an asshole. Yes. Yeah. But it's also important to remember that, that person at 20 who hated an old person will hate themselves when they're old. Of course. And so it's, it's important. And I, I do love the fact that as I've grown older, I've known older people and I have tried to engage them because like George said, they have things to share with us that we may yes. not know. I mean, learning in the eighties, at least in my 
knowledge came a lot of books about gays and real life gays and autobiographies and learning how many people were in World War II. There were actually couples in World War II. Learning their history and learning that we aren't, we've been around forever. Mm-hmm. And that's an important thing to remember. When we talk a little bit about the issues surrounding uh, older gays, gay couples and lesbian couples, like the fact that gay marriage wasn't even a concept for them. Yes. I mean, not just for them. I think like when I was a kid, like I had my sisters, my younger sisters who would pour like as they got a little older, like their tween years, one of them. Like she loved bridal magazines. Like she would like she was planning that fairy yes. tale wedding that I yes. think every little girl gets promised right. as they're growing up. And for me, it was like uh, like it was never a concept. It was never an option no. ever. So then, when it became an option, I was so like I don't know how to feel about this because this is not something I grew up ever thinking I would have. So well, not you just do, right. yeah. So I think, and even for people who are more senior to us, I mean. For a lot of them, for many of their coming up and formative years, they thought they were a mental illness or they were yes. even locked yeah. away at right. times. And to now have sort of all this visibility. visibility. Yes. It's, it's, it's like, it's like a culture shock. It's a foreign concept. Yeah, exactly. Of course. One thing that was cute when I was growing up, there were a couple of elderly teachers who lived together. Now, I, at this age, know what they were doing. They were not just living together and teaching uh-huh. school. They were making house as well. So, <laughs> But back in the day, gays and lesbians found ways to partner up in friendships or in relationships that they were able to fit or squeeze into the rest of the world. And there's a lot of beauty in that. Yep. I have a great aunt that she was as butch as the day is long, and she... The story was always that she was left at the altar. I think if she was living now, Aunt Janie would never be telling about being left at the altar. I think everyone would just accept the fact that she was a lesbian. That's true. Mm-hmm. She, she would have a, a lovely little country wife. That's it. That's it. And then for a lot of people, though, they have been disowned from their family, right? They're yes. written off by family because they're, they're queer or they're gay. And now they've reached this retirement age and they don't have family to fall back on. Yes. Uh, many of them, depending on circ- you know, circumstances, don't really have a lot of um, uh, options and resources. So it's, I feel like, there's a, and that's why I say I feel like there's a lot we can do as a community to sort of come and sort of uh, totally come in and, and sort of support our elder gays. And I don't feel like we do enough. And I put that on myself, too. I don't feel like I do enough. And we are lucky that we do live in Los Angeles, where I think there are places like the Los Angeles Gay and Lesbian Center that are trying to do things more, that are trying to put a lot more things in place for gay seniors. Yes. Housing, Inc- especially. It's, housing. It's, it's just, it's it's probably the most critical thing. Like, if you're in the Midwest somewhere, and not to single out a region, but, a, you know, like, to your point, George, we're, if you're not in a metropolitan city like Los Angeles or New York or someplace, Miami, or someplace that has uh, 88 to 99. 88 to 99, <laughs> That has all of these resources, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah. So, so and they, that is a sad, sad mm-hmm. thought. So one of the things that I've noticed over the years is, as with all of life, there's a hierarchy. There are some people with more money and some people with less money. And so what I've noticed is I lived, I did live in South Florida. Um, there's a lot of uh, older gay people in Fort Lauderdale. Palm Springs here in California used to be Key West years ago. There are cities that there is that dynamic. So what I found is, Someone would own a home, 
that was big enough that they would rent rooms. And oftentimes, some of the other seniors who weren't as well-to-do might rent a room, or they would be roommates for years, not lovers, but just as a couple, one owning and one renting, and it worked out. You find your way. But I, I do think that in a city like Los Angeles, which does have options, it's great. But this city is extraordinarily expensive. So seniors are being displaced because rents are going up so drastically. Some areas have no rent control. Um, somebody was telling me that he knew this fellow whose rent had gone up 18% each year that he lived wow. in this apartment because there's no rent control. It's crazy. That Nobody can afford. I mean, our salaries rarely ever go up. No, exactly. Unless we get a new job. No, no. no. Well, and about, when but, you're living on retirement, there is no salary. You're living on uh, a pension or. Precisely. Precisely. And that certainly doesn't go up. Some years it doesn't go up at all or it goes up 2%. Right. So not 18%. So then it begs the question, what can we do? As well, I, as a community, I try to date younger. <laughs> <laughs> to educate them. Yes, uh-huh. honey. You know, I try to bring them up on my knee, sugar. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm sort of lightening this up in I a know. little bit. And I appreciate that. Now, in a little bit, because I, I do prefer to date people who are younger than I am. I like guys younger than I am. I like to be stimulated by the fact that they do things differently than I do. If I, if they don't know who the Brady Bunch is, I don't give a shit. We can watch TV and see the Brady Bunch. That's not important to me. I like to be, I like to move my life forward. I like to be able to keep up with everyone that I want to keep up with. I do think that that does help me not be so old. I'm old in dog years. <laughs> in ancient gay years. <laughs> Honey, in gay years, I am old as fuck. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> but I, I enjoy... Dusty. I actually enjoy people of different ages. I really do. I think it is... It's so fun. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm fond of neighborhood gay bars. Yes. Because you go to these and you've got the spectrum of 21-year-olds to 101-year-olds and... You can mingle and talk to whomever you want as long as they're friendly and want to talk, you know, or I slur through my conversation, whatever. You get to <laughs> They can understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, turn up your bell tone, ma. But- and I'm on the opposite in that spectrum where I have always, always dated older except for my current relationship, which is my first relationship where someone's actually been younger than I am. I guess I've gotten to that point. I've gotten to that tipping point <laughs> of the, and the age You're spectrum. A You're a daddy. I Am love I? it. <laughs> or am I like mommy? <laughs> Jake, is it time to chime in yet? <laughs> so, you know, and like, because I do, I love a story and I love a history mm. and I definitely, I think probably being raised by my grandparents, that inst- that was instilled in me. Yes. So I think one of the the ranges for me uh, in dating has always been, I have a range when it comes to dating, and it's always been maybe 21 to death. 
No. Okay. That's a range. That's a range. It's not my range. Now, my range has always been sort of five years my junior to five years my senior. Is yes, sort but of you lie about there. your age, so well, how will right. we know? Don't worry where, about oh. it. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry about it. All that matters is what's on paper. All right. I've yet to see them papers. Where are the receipts? <laughs> I'm still having them for uh, documented, uh, printed. Yes. Can we take it back? Can we get a refund? That's right. So, sort of like George. George was raised by his grandparents, but I was raised by my mom mostly. My dad traveled. And my mom was 27 when I was 26 or 27 when I was born. And I didn't have siblings. And so for me, I've always gravitated toward a little bit older crowd as far as conversation goes. So I don't think I've had age issues that some people have had because they might have had, you know, siblings that kept them at their age where. Most of my conversations throughout my entire life were always with adults. Yes. Mama didn't like noise, so the neighbor kids <laughs> didn't come over very often. She well, was having a volume. <laughs> well, I do think, though, one of the things that we could do is sort of change our thinking and the way that we view our uh, LGBT seniors. You know, like Danny has been talking about, re- you view them as resources, not casualties of war. You know, you view them as, as you talked about, uh, sources of wisdom. Uh, as well. And I think that's something that's super important that we should focus on as a community to sort of do that. So to that end, my question is, should we do a little podcast down the road once we're out of this pandemic with maybe some of the seniors at the center perhaps oh that would be so much fun i think that i mean there i know that the the center does a lot of programs for their seniors they do a great program um silver sensuality talking about obviously about sex as you get older as become seniors um they do um they do workshops where they actually teach seniors who want to get up on, get on like the hookup acts, like oh, grinder, cool. like how, like the lingo, like what it, what this means and what. I'm a twink. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm a blink. <laughs> Only on the other side of a cell phone, honey. <laughs> um, you know, they do a senior prom. And they do too, the senior prom every year. Oh, I love so that. So so, I want to go to the senior prom. Well, there you go. Let's so, well, and I did, um, so I was a page or whatever they're called, uh, for the junior senior prom when I was in high school, but I didn't go to my junior or senior prom because I knew I was gay, but I didn't act upon it or understand it. So I didn't want to ask a girl to the prom because it was awkward. And, um, so I would love that because I've actually never been to the prom. Let's do it. Can we plan it? Let's do it. I love that. We'll have to get in touch with the, the appropriate people and see what happens. All right. Perfect. I love I th- it. I, it gives me a chance to wear my pearls. Yes. A strapless. A sweetheart. <laughs> a sweetheart neckline, honey. <laughs> Another Valley, place honey. to shave. Damn. <laughs> so I would like to bring that down to a little more personal aspect because we've talked about seniors as a concept, getting older and becoming a senior. But let's talk about like how – getting older in the gay community has affected us personally as we've gotten older in the gay community in Los Angeles. I like that. So I, because I do numbers for a living, I always knew that for the millennium, I would be 37. So I knew when I was in Los, I was here in Los Angeles at, for the millennium. And so I was 37. And then each time you get to a milestone, 40 being one of those, you know, I try to pause and think of, okay, so I won't be 30 anymore. I will be 40 now. And what does that mean? Fortunately, I got laid on the last night. I was 39. So I'm like, oh, I can ease into 40. Or somebody else eased into 40, honey. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> for many years, that was my benchmark. This last year has sort of not been very easy on benchmarks. <laughs> for anyone. For anyone. But for, for myself, I realized that the fact that no one ran over me with a bus is a plus in my world. And so every year I age, I'm thankful for that. I am approaching 60, which I will honestly say is not beep, beep, is not my favorite thing to think of. But I'm sure when I get there, I'll find a way to be as fabulous as I am now. Well, I mean, technically, we're all approaching 60, honey. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going the other way. <laughs> no one's backing so, up. Somebody's just a little further down the road. Than the rest <laughs> I may be a little closer to the finish line than the other boys. So, Well, and for me, uh, I talked earlier about how I've just gotten to this point as I've gotten older, where I don't care so much about right. what I look like and uh, but you that, know, all okay, of those things. So that's, that's not true. Cause if it were every, true, you would let your hair go natural. Okay. That's number one. <laughs> number two, you have a particular like that you've enjoyed cultivating, and I celebrate that. So, Because it's important not to say that you don't care how you look, because you really do care how you look. You're very purposeful every day. And I think it's important as we age – that we're kind to ourselves because when we say things like I don't care or it doesn't matter, it often does. Okay, now, let me qualify correct. that. Okay. Let me qualify Go, that. Go, girl. All right. So when I say that I don't care so much about what I look like, I'm not talking about the fact that I'm going to roll out of bed and what you see is what you get. <laughs> Thank God. I've seen him on vacation, honey. What I'm Y'all, talking I got about, some pictures. What I'm talking about is the fact that, yes, I still work out. I still do yoga. I still get on the bike. I still run. I still do all of these things. Granted, a little more difficult these days. But the point is, I do want to feel good. I do want to look good. Good. But I don't base my self-worth on anyone else's impression of what I look like. You're anymore. doing it for that, yourself. Yes, exactly. Is the so goal. That, that is That's the, the that goal. That is what I mean when I say I don't care what I what I look like as much. Because I don't care what other people yes, think about it. There you go. Yes. Because I think it for you. It, it, so the big reason for the distinction is because it it is important to know that you're doing Solid things point. for yourself. Yep. Solid so, point. I take it. Solid that's point. some age. And Can I finish my original sage. point now? Oh, hell, go ahead. <laughs> One of the things I'm most mindful of these days as I get older is my work environment and where I work, and I work in the industry. And I have heard executives and people above me say things like, well, let's get a younger person in that role. Oh. And I that sticks with me, yeah. and it, it makes me super conscious of, you joke about me lying about my age, but there's a reason why I'm not going to tell anybody what my actual birth date is. And, and it's for that. It's like I, I need to be as – I feel like I need to be as vague and sort of, uh, uh, you know, unclear about that uh, because I don't have the luxury that you have to work for myself. I actually work for other people that want younger people in roles – and I just have to be – I feel like I have to be mindful of not putting a number on me so that I'm not replaced because I've reached a certain age. You don't just industry. become a statistic. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. Absolutely. From a legal standpoint, I think sometimes we have an obligation uh, when you're in a conversation like that is to take the person aside who has made that comment and say, you do realize that that's illegal. That's called yeah. ageism. Yes. And it is – it's important to – to set our boundaries and to say, okay, I'm not comfortable with you saying that because you are true. Sometimes younger people are sought out, not because they're younger, but because they're cheaper. 
because they're just getting started. Hungrier. But it yes. doesn't change the mindset. No, yes, I, I can challenge it all day long. Yeah, and I you agree. know me, girl, I do. <laughs> but, but it's not going to change the mindset. No. And it's no. always going to be there. And it's some full, something I'm mindful of. And that's not just the queer community. That's... Uh, yeah, again, again, that's, that's my work environment. Answer, yeah. That's uh, not anything that's about the gay community yes. at all. That's work. Yeah. For me personally, the things that I've noticed as I've gotten older are very physical. You know, it, it is much harder to lose that extra 10 pounds. Maybe you don't turn the guy coming down the, other, the opposite side of the sidewalk's head. Maybe the younger person you're walking next to does. <laughs> They're the things that's like, wait, that was me just yesterday. I was the one getting the attention. And, you and now get, I need help getting out of the chair. And, <laughs> and you know that, not that you base everything on your physical, but I think, you know, you can't, we can't deny that that's a big part of everyday life. Everyday life. Everyday like, you want to be pretty. You want to be attractive. You want to be noticed. Absolutely. And when there comes that point where suddenly you're not being anymore, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, damn. Right. Well, there's also this conversation I had with my doctor a couple of years ago where I was having some issues with my knee. And uh, so uh, I couldn't run on it the way that I used to. Granted, I might have gained a few pounds, but whatever. Let's not go there. Because you couldn't uh, run. Because I couldn't run. He was yes. carrying those and rocks in his pocket. It was all the box. He met it a new all, boyfriend. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I was looking for my new love. But so she took some x-rays uh, and some imaging and stuff. And then she calls me up. And she calls me at fucking at like 7 o'clock in the morning. And it was like, oh, yeah, you have um, uh, the beginnings of arthritis. And I was like. I almost dropped the phone. I almost hung up on her. I was like, bitch, don't call me at 7 o'clock in the morning and say you this shit to me. You clearly called the wrong number. <laughs> I'm sorry. Prank caller. Prank caller. <laughs> no, you're not going to call me at 7 o'clock in the morning and tell me I have arthritis. That's a hate I'm crime, not, honey. Exactly. <laughs> I am not that old. And so I told my mama this. And you know what she said to me? Welcome to the club. And oh, I they love to mad. say that. I was like... Mm. I never hated you so much. <laughs> Old lady, that nursing mm. home's beginning. Uh-huh. Well, Shady Pines, Mom. Shady Pines, Mom. <laughs> Lord, child. Oh, anyway. my goodness. Well, should we get on our little walkers and hobble on up to the front porch? <laughs> I've got to hover around. What are you talking about? Beep, beep. I feel like it's time for some Geritol. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make a cocktail called Geritol. <laughs> Trust me, we ain't having no damn Geritol today, honey. We, <laughs> we might I'm going to be over there looking uh, on uh, uh, an adult site. So yeah, here it doesn't matter. Uh, an adult I'm going to be site. on Pornhub <laughs> looking for my new boyfriend. A little plug, hashtag. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a on out. Let's go on out to the front porch, shall we? Let's yes, do it. Let's do it. See you all in a minute. Welcome to the front porch, y'all. Here we are. Hey, hey. In celebration of birthday season, I made you guys a special little shot. Happy birthday to us. Yes. Take a look. Here you go. Oh, it's so pretty. (gasps) The sugar foot, honey. (laughs) What is this? This is called Who's the Big Birthday Girl? Well, I am. Hello. All right, well, cheers. Cheers to your diabetic coma. (laughs) (laughs) Whipped cream. I have a mustache now. Oh, child. Mm. That is sweet. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, ma'am. It, it is. tastes just like birthday cake. See? Was that intentional? It, it, it was, honey. It's all I put all the love into. All it. the love. She baked mm-hmm. and slaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was delicious. It's filled with there. my love. Oh, Lord, oh no. for you. <laughs> Here, wait a minute. You want it back? Wait, wait. Exactly. Cheers. Spit, don't swallow, honey. <laughs> <laughs> honey, if it ain't spit, it ain't love. That's right. That lube is overrated. <laughs> There's Irish cream in this, right? <laughs> there is now. Well, there is. Yes. <laughs> Jay, what's in the honey pot? Reach down in there, honey. Ooh, a little deeper, a little deeper. There you go. That's the, That's right the there, spot. Right there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've never, never, honey. ever. Mm-mm. Let me just get rid of this what, internet screen. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, say, <laughs> I feel like we're doing a little uh, porn on the cob. <laughs> oh, you know, I prefer my cream corn. Oh, of course. <laughs> Pork porn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Nasty. It's Candy porn, the... anyone? Oh, Candy oh, porn, yeah. yes, honey. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch porn. No one. Here. Porn watching. I have nothing to say about this topic. Honey, you're going to take out those white gloves. They're sticky. I mean, I've, I might have shot some porn once or twice in my life. Is that true? It is true, yes. On Nagahide? Uh, on Nagahide, yes. <laughs> I, I, actually, one of your favorite chairs in my living room I shot some porn on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Not going to tell us which one, are you? <laughs> it's the leather one. Oh, <laughs> Easy cleanup, honey. Yes. <laughs> So, My yeah, once or twice I've, I've shot some porn. Is that true? It for is real? It's very true. Wow. I mm-hmm. mean, it is California. I Anybody we know? Nope. Any no. nope. famous? And you will never find my credits in any fucking credit scroll. Well, I know. I assumed you have fans. a name. That we, yeah. I'm Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Bob. <laughs> Jimmy Crack Porn. That's I it. Jimmy Crack Porn. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Crack Porn. Yes. <laughs> that's my screen oh, name. Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> so, Dan. Yes, dear. What kind of porn do you lean toward? All kinds. So I don't want to call any names of any particular things. Oh, <laughs> she's, trying to, she's trying to redact this, this in her brain. Is it too edit. late to redo this topic? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I might enjoy an older person with a younger person. Oh, I see. As long as the older person isn't so old because since we were talking about ageism earlier oh lord she's trying to tie it back that's what she's doing <laughs> oh yeah i mean you know a 21 year old with a 32 year old so we're talking like stepfather stepfather or... porn yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Ooh, yes. <laughs> taboo stuff taboo. that's right you know um you know and and then occasionally i every now and then i there's a couple of uh straight porno actors that i like a lot so i may look up to see if they have some new work so with the straight porn do you watch them with a woman or is it more like solo stuff no with a woman no solo bores me Does I it? Mean, for that i like, agree solo is boring it's just i so i think that you know that statement that well i can't unsee that no i think that <laughs> that probably came from porn because once you've seen something you cannot unsee it and you may decide oh well i like that a little more than i thought i did <laughs> so then something that was a little more vanilla might go to the wayside and you get a little more colorful uh huh. So, I mean, you know, why y'all looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually have a porn story. 
for everybody. Okay. And I, I know, like, it's just a shock. Even Charlotte, a has a story. Charlotte, Charlotte has a Charlotte has a story. <laughs> so when I lived in Chapel Hill during my college years, I was roommates with my best friend and his boyfriend. And one of their favorite things to do was to rent gay porn and then have their friends, like both gay and straight, come over and watch it. But not like in a sexual way. Like, so this was more of a like, let's make popcorn and I'll laugh at how ridiculous this is. Do you is. write reviews or what are you doing? Um, let's face it. Porn, and I mean especially porn in like the late 80s and the early 90s, is completely ridiculous. It's that whole... <laughs> there had to be a backstory. Well, well there exactly. Was, there was always a theme or well, always some kind of... Girl, it was pizza delivery. I brought something hot. <laughs> <laughs> White socks and Reeboks. It was the Joey Ooh, Stefano hey. of it are all, your, honey. Are your drains backed up? <laughs> <laughs> the plumber's here. Anyway. At the beginning of one of these cinematic experiences, <laughs> there was this preview for an upcoming release featuring a straight couple. Coming soon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the woman was straddling the man kind of like a cowgirl style. That's right, girl. Get in. At the precise moment their ecstasy hit its highest peak, <gasps> the director decides to zoom in on the area. Uh-oh. And I was horrified. Oh, <laughs> I ew. was shocked. I mean, I was disturbed. I had, I had no previous knowledge like of how this was supposed to play out. But surely what I had just witnessed was not it, honey. Uh, <laughs> you had got a schooling that you didn't I want did, to I, So later, my straight best girlfriend had to explain to me that this poor actress really should have just called in sick that day to the set because she had a terrible yeast infection. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Girl, hence my horror. <laughs> oh, God. And I have to say, unfortunately, learning that the horror show I had just witnessed had some medical explanation behind it, it did nothing to alleviate <laughs> the fact that it was all. burned no. in my brain for the rest of my life. I mean, you're there to watch porn and you're seeing sourdough being made. It's gross, girl, yeah. The end, honey. The end. <laughs> So this okay, is how I you... could have gone my whole life without hearing this story. Thank you. This so much, is how right? you take a salacious, fun story and turn it into grocery shopping. There was cottage cheese, <laughs> and then we brought home bread, and then we then we had wine. <laughs> so here's that is my only straight porn story. Oh, okay. So okay, that will go be... everybody else. Oh no, that will be followed up oh. with. Something better. Come on, girl. Because <laughs> you're not going to get off that easy. I mean, what? How can I top that? If you were the girl, you could have. I, I mean, <laughs> she. I mean, she figured it out. I mean, but, uh, I, I don't think like don't show up for work that day. You clearly have a medical issue. You need to stay home and take care of. All in sick. <laughs> right? Well, it could have been. It may have been two or three day shoot. Perhaps she developed that as the shoot was going along. Honey. Well, you know, when you're behind budget and you have a deadline behind and you have behind budget. A budget. 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 Okay. budget. Yes. And you have a deadline. Sometimes you just got to make this shit work. Yeah, you you know, fix it, it in post. They did not <laughs> fix it in post. It's the problem. It was shot in someone's garage. That's right. Right. See? Uh, Oh, <laughs> they were in post when they shot it. But <laughs> Which oh. I think is the is where porn is going towards nowadays. It's all about amateur. Home mode. Yeah, home mode. <laughs> it is. Honey. That. You are not <laughs> taking that out, honey. You are not taking I'm not that allowed out. to edit that out. No. All right, we'll leave it in. Uh, that was right. too natural. Uh, homemade. <laughs> and like OnlyFans and mm-hmm. Patreon people, you know? I, and I feel like it's... It, it's not. It's not Wait, just a joke. Tyler it's Posey on OnlyFans. Should I not bring that up? Have oh, you seen? See, his this only- <gasps> Tyler Posey. Oh my lord! Teen Wolf. 
Girl, you need to Google that shit. Is that a guy or a girl? Google it right now, girl. I can't turn my phone girl. on. Do it. Okay. Use mine. Use okay. mine. No. So You don't even have to look anything up. It's right there. <laughs> it's, it's already open here. It's already open here. Oh, it's, my, it's my reference. Oh, hell, hello. My reference. Hello. So here's one thing. I grew up in a house that my mom was very petrified of, of nudity. And sex. And sex. And the whole nine yards. And so... When I went to college, I realized that a lot of other people didn't have those issues that I grew up with. And one of the things, I love porn. I do. There's hardly anything I don't like about it. I just, I find I like it, porn when they don't talk. <laughs> well, I don't really need a backstory. I mean, in the old, in the 80s and 90s, they had backstories. I don't like the backstory. You know, just get to the business. I'm going to say, though, there was a point early on where I was intrigued where, what is a porn script look like <laughs> i don't know but I, mean, I will say this i actually enjoy the backstory for me like i'm like i want i i, I want to know where he's se- coming from i want the setup like don't just jump into being naked i hate that i'm like next <laughs> i'm a plumber i'm here to fix your <laughs> i mean exactly give me something i hear your pipes back there. <laughs> let me let me dig oh, look in. as your pants ride down it's the back so of your bum but I need I need to be in the moment. I need to but know what this happened. It's like, could we could we spring an extra three hundred dollars to put these bitches in some acting classes? Would it kill a bitch? Please, I mean, it's it's quick in and quick out. Mm. No pun intended. Mm-mm-mm. They don't have time for acting classes. So. <laughs> but I I like I found that a lot of these things like OnlyFans and Patreon and stuff like that. I know a lot of people look and say, "Oh, really? Don't they have anything better to do with their life?" But I think to myself, look. They like their body. Yeah, yeah. They like if, they like everything about the way they you, look in the mirror. I support it. I yep. that's the way I feel about it. I'm like I don't it's not necessarily the path I would choose, but perhaps if I look But like you could that, have my credit card info. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey. Moira Rose said it best. Take pictures of yourself when you're young and beautiful and take naked photos. Right. You'll want them one day. That's it. But I mean, why not? If if that's what you want to do, I'm like and the greatest thing about things like OnlyFans is there are so many people out there swiping a credit yes. card and giving their digits and stuff. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> but and a nice supporting the locals, exactly, supporting the locals. shop local, honey. <laughs> I mean, I was doing it right in the living room. Homegrown. I mean, I, <laughs> obviously Rick was doing it on his chair in the living room that I'll never sit on again. The living room. I'm sitting in the dining room. That's so. right. But I, I, I do think it's, it, it's amazing. Do what you want to do. That's right. I support if you, it. Precise and, and you have, your, honey, I love yourself. that. So you know, oh. sexual exploration is so widespread now. It is, and it's liberal and celebrated. And celebrated. That's right. Absolutely. You I've do you, baby. You do you. I try to do them. I'll too. pay you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay I, you to you. Let me do go you. back to mom's Maybelline one more time, honey. My purse was open and the money is showing, baby. Come on, talk to daddy. I will tell you this one little quick story uh, about when I was 16 years old. I took my cousins, who were about a year younger than me, to a drive-in theater in Mount Airy, North Carolina, that was showing porn at the drive-in. <gasps> Mayberry? Oh, yes. Mayberry, North Mayberry. Carolina. They had that at the number 11 theater north of Penston. <laughs> but this was a drive-in. Yeah, that's like what anybody, the number 11 Anybody was. going like down the highway? Highway 52, <laughs> honey. Oh, like, wait, now, you know they had some trees and bushes up there hiding <laughs> that film, honey. Mm. Dogwood, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see that film the for 
cherry blossom. <laughs> Magnolia. Yes, but, but think of the think but of, I, oh, but the point but the point but what I wanted to say is that I actually took my cousins in to see this and they hid in the trunk of the car. Well I can imagine at that age they would have to. But wait, you were sixteen. How did you get into a porn? They let me in. And she looked she old didn't for her age. She didn't look. Nobody asked for ID. She's like old for it. That is shocking. Obviously straight porn. It's it's, oh yes, but Mount Airy, North Carolina. They're not gonna ask for ID. Don't give a shit. It's like oh, you're money, honey. You're one of like seven. You're one of seven cars that have come to this. They want your five dollars. Yes. Now the the greatest, and you can give me five more dollars for every person that's hiding in your trunk. (laughs) (laughs) And the greatest thing about those seven cars is there was only one person visible in the car because the other person was busy. Busy hiding in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the busy I was talking about. Bump, okay. chicka, bump, bump. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the trunk. So, has everybody here been to a drive-in theater? Yes. yes. I have, has yes. everybody here had sex at a drive-in theater? Yes. I oh, have not. wait. Sorry, am I the only one? No, I have. <laughs> okay, good. I have. Oh my god! I know. Charlotte has done two things. I, I've moved up to Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, honey, Carrie. maybe not that far. Let's go to Miranda. Miranda, at least. No, honey, you, you will never make. You will it to never Samantha. be Samantha. <laughs> Can I at least be Carrie? Can I at least be Carrie? Man, okay. If you write about it, yes. <laughs> Speaking about it, it's just a new writing. It's close. It's close. So I'll tell you a little story about my almost foray into it. This is how naive I was. Um, I was mm-hmm. about twenty-one, and I ordered a a. A VHS film from Falcon and I called and you had to give a credit card so I had to save up money to be able to get this film because a VHS tape was very expensive very expensive 80s. So I called eighty dollars. Right, I think it was, back in nineteen twelve, it was it was, was ninety five dollars. It came with somebody to show the film. To. <laughs> Silent <laughs> movies. So I called and there was a fellow that answered the phone and it. For California time, it was late. I lived in North Carolina at this time. And I placed the order, and he and I, you know, as Dan is always talkative, hi, blah, 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 blah. So he and I began to talk almost every day. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Was this a 900 number by chance? No, no, it it was. And I I hope uh, we probably don't get in trouble for this, but it really was Falcom Films. Hey, Chad, it's Dan. (laughs) How are you? I ain't talked to you in at least three months. Right now, he, How you he wanted my name to be Chad. There were several Chads back then. <laughs> so as it, so Chad Wolf, we we Chad. chat. You know, he was just somebody to chat with. You know, I, obviously I was lonely. I was gay. Chat, honey, right? Ch- chatty Chad. So, so one day he says to me, "Well, can you send me a picture?" I'm like, "Okay." What did, I, wait, what did y'all talk about? We just talked about, yeah, how was your day? What were you doing? I mean, it was just somebody to talk to. I mean, it, honestly, it was, for me, rose-colored glasses, it was as easy and as naive as possible. So mm-hmm. finally, I, I acquiesced, and I send a picture, which I'm so sure he wanted something a lot different than I sent. <laughs> <laughs> she sent the glamour shot. With the perm. With the perm. <laughs> and the feather boa, honey. <laughs> Olin Mills. I did. I sent him I sent him one of those expensive Olin Mills photos. Do you know what? With those gradient. <laughs> with cloud background. <laughs> and that pebble gloss finish. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, she probably even put it in a gold frame from Sears, honey. <laughs> A week after I sent it, when I called him, he just wasn't available anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you, Chad. 
You go to hell, Chad. No. You go to hell and you die, Chad. Right. Eat, Eat dirt and die. die. Trash. <laughs> I look back on that. And I, I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to be anything other than what it was. I mean, it was just a buddy to chat with. But what I realized is. He was hoping I was one of those corn-fed country boys. That <laughs> well, you were. Well, I well, she, was. She was popcorn. Like, pop, pop, oh, wait. Pulled, pulled porn. Pulled Cream porn. All the porn. Porn on the cob. Porn on the cob, honey. The thing is, I was a little pudgier than they were looking for, for a, a newfound friend. Oh, she was auditioning <laughs> you. She was auditioning mm. me. Sadly, wait, I didn't know. Are you saying you were a whole colonel? <laughs> <laughs> I, was cre- I was canned corn. <laughs> <laughs> Can porn shoe peg? <laughs> Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. Well, I almost, enough of this. I was <laughs> enough I was of this. Almost a star. We need to celebrate a little. More. I mean, this little shot don't go that far. So. I think it's time another slice of cake, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, y'all. As my Aunt Lucy used to say, Randolph, my ice cubes are dry. And my blood sugar is dropping. So. Oh, <laughs> it's time for another one. And if you got the balls to Uh-oh. do it, Uh-oh. send us an email and tell us what your favorite porn is. Or send pictures. Well, <laughs> or, drop or just call social. Dan. He'll talk to you. <laughs> she'll, she'll send you her Ola Mills. <laughs> Fortunately, we can just Snapchat now. I'll send you my Snap address. 18 and over, please. 18 and over. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Shall we mosey inside? Yes, time for Let's do it. See y'all next week. Y'all, so happy to be back. Yay. See you soon. Bye. Bye, y'all. Queer Magnolias is a weekly podcast hosted by Rick Clifton, Danny White, and George Skinner, and produced by yours truly, Jacob McGinnis. You can find us everywhere you find your podcasts. So please take a few minutes to leave a rating or review. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time joining us, please subscribe to receive the next episode automatically. Thank you for following us on Twitter at Queer Magnolias and on Instagram at Queer Magnolias Podcast. Or you can email us at Queer Magnolias Podcast at gmail.com.